Here's to the first Yay. podcast. <laughs> My name is Rochelle Berard. My name is Therese Agra. We're Interior Catholic. Where interior design nurtures interior life with Christ. It is our belief that beauty and goodness can be discovered in the meaningful placement of home design, all while being strewn about with children's toys, snack crumbs, and the aftermath of Disneyland. We want to draw the truth of our faith to the center of our home. Rochelle and Therese, sisters, join us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, you are the center of our hearts. We invite you to become present in our own homes, but also in the homes of all those who are listening. We ask that this podcast can inspire and ignite all of us to um, re-examine your presence in our home, how we can invite you more deeply into our home. And we ask you also, Lord, to just Bless this apostolate that your glory can shine through all of the work that we are doing here. Um, if it be your holy will, Lord, that it can grow, that it can blossom and reach many, many more souls um, for you, Lord. We ask this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to the first ever episode of Interior Catholic. I'm going to be your um, co-host, and I'm very excited to introduce my big sister and probably number one role model, also founder of Interior Catholic. She's going to walk us through today um, Interior Catholic's history uh, from its founding to its present and also where we feel the Lord is calling us. So without further ado, I'll let her introduce herself. Rochelle hey, Brewer. Hey. My name is Rochelle Brewer. We're a generation apart, which is kind of wild. So when I was 13 years old, I finally got my answer to get my baby sister. And it really just has changed so many ways in which our life has um, developed and changed. And I have seven boys, 12 and under. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a ride. Um, having that many boys and now you are here uh married what two years now and now you've got About two years a boy i also have a boy yeah our family tends to go on that trend we, we tend to have boys so into your catholic right that's where we are so i'll jump in and introduce myself i'm rochelle's little sister i'm the lucky one i'm her only little sister so <laughs> um and uh, yeah I came into the picture very recently I am a very new mother so Rochelle is a very experienced mother and Rochelle became a mom when I was 10 years old and I was over many weekends uh living with Rochelle um getting to see what bedtime routine looks like getting to see how messy life is and being so inspired by how beautiful Rochelle both made her home, but also just made her family life. Um, now that I'm a mother, I have, I think, all the more feeling really called to wanting to help Rochelle with this apostolate because it's something that's so near and dear to my heart is homemaking and how beautiful it can be. 
Um, that's kind of a, a little bit of the background from our relationship, who we are. Um, Rochelle spends her days homeschooling seven kids. I'm really spending my days trying to figure my house out. <laughs> I think uh, what's beautiful about this is you have some two really nice bookends uh, on the team here. It's a really um, experienced mother who's really in the homeschooling world and then a mom who's just figuring it out. I'd love to switch over there, Rochelle, to um, kind of what the first inspiration for Interior Catholic was. Maybe just going through that and maybe sharing um, like what that prayer experience was and almost what was the tug on your heart? Like, what did you feel invited to do? I just had this tug at my heart that uh, there just wasn't a presence of Christ in my home. And I knew I had the capacity to do it, but I had to first listen to that on my heart. Yeah. Okay. So there was a treat, a, a retreat that I went on in 2016. So this was just a few months before our fifth son was born. And I knew that after the son was going to be born, it was, our lives was going, it was going to change dramatically. He was given a prognosis um, that wasn't very promising. And I knew that we had to prepare our lives for that. And so my husband told me that I need to go on a retreat, which I did. It was a silent retreat uh, with the Jesuits. And while I was there, um, there was a meditation that was given. At first, it was like a Lectio Divina, right? So it started with the Zacchaeus story. And in all fashion, you just kind of put yourself into that story. So if you could put yourself into the Zacchaeus story and make yourself Zacchaeus, except instead of putting yourself in a tree, you're going to put yourself in a comfortable place for yourself, in your home, in your house, completely comfortable, your door is wide open. For me at that moment, I was sitting on my front porch. It was my favorite place to go at the end of the day at the time. And I would grab my bowl of ice cream and I would sit on the front porch and watch the sunset. And during this reflection, I was sitting there under the warm summer sun, listening to the cicadas. And this man starts walking down the street with a few other gentlemen. And we caught eyes for a second. And it was just this warm sense of knowing like, oh, he knows me. And as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking to myself, like, he's not going to stop, right? Like, he's not actually going to stop in front of my house. And I'll just say hi as he walks past. But he goes and he steps in front of my house. And he's like, I'm going to come inside. Can I come inside your house? Of course, I knew just by glancing at this person's face that this wasn't just a man, that this was a this was our Lord. And so, of course, I welcomed him into our home with an open heart and open arms. But as soon as he walked into our house, our meditation slowed and stopped. And we had to pause and just think, where is your heart right now? And I remember just this utter sinking in my heart of, who. Crisis in my house, and I I don't know if I'm comfortable with him here. He can't see walking into my house that he's revered and loved and 
the most important part of our home. And that struck me so heavily in that meditation. I remember from there, taking that pause, taking that deep breath and going back to my room and getting out a piece of paper and sketching out a new design for our home. <laughs> we didn't have Christ truly at the center of our house. And I thought that we did. And I thought that there was, you know, dinner table prayer and, um, you know, talking about our faith in our conversations with the kids, um, even though they were still really little, but at the center of our home, there wasn't this identity of like, you walk in, you're like, oh, this is who we are as a family. And my brain just took off as all these possibilities of like, I don't have to have the furniture set up like that. I could arrange it so that we could have a new central wall and we could have the sacred image of Christ and the sacred image of Mary centralized, but not enshrined, right? Not so that it's whoosh, whoa, these people have got a Catholic like plastered all over their house, but in a way that was inviting and warm and a knowing identity. And I just remember once that room was finished, I, it felt so much more home and not home, like a place where you stay, not home where this is our building, where our family lives. It was this knowing of this is who we are and this is where we're called right now. And this is where my children are going to find their own Catholic identity and why I want them to discover here because they were home all the time, every day. <laughs> and uh, we, I wanted, I wanted them to discover this, this knowing at our house. And, and then as soon as I found that within my own house, I realized like, I can't keep this to myself. Like more, I, more people need to do this. Like I, I didn't realize how captivating just rearranging and reimagining the space's identity could be so influential on the in identity that I had in myself. Um, so that's, that's my hope and my, my desire to move forward is not just to, you know, go in and put a little, you know, pretty here and a little, a little, you know, what was the word we were saying the other day? Um, juge or um, yeah, a little, juge. A little <laughs> feng shui, you know, creating a little of that, but, but your actual identity, like what, how is that discovered in your dwelling place? And if, if we can find that your dwelling place interiorly is on Christ's identity as a person of love, then that can be reflected in your house. It also lightens me for the time to kind of interrupt and kind of um, 
shift from so that that very starting point of that first invitation of interior catholic from christ welcoming himself but also being welcomed in your home being centered in your home and then the spark to share it um and then fast forwarding to after interior catholic had taken a pause um and i was kind of in the picture and rochelle um told me that exact story that you just heard of being on this retreat and then Rochelle is just talking about how she doesn't know where she wants it to go from there. Um, you know, she's saying maybe it should have a podcast. I want to do social media. Um, and I should also say that neither Rochelle nor I love social media. So I think we both wanted it to become something else. And I just, I honestly knew in that moment, um, no, we need to be literally helping people with their home, um, yeah. which was a really big step. And to yeah. really say, no, I really think we need to be like having consultations and really, because um, we're also, as we were having this conversation, we're pointing to different uh, people and organizations that are doing relatively similar things, right? That are talking about beautiful homemaking and making Christ present. And I was like, I don't think anyone is like, has their feet on the ground, like, and, right. and is really talking to people about how they could help. And I was like, Rochelle, yeah. you have such a gift for this. And I felt so confident that that was exact. I, I honestly knew I took away from that. I was like, okay, so that's what we're doing. It took Rochelle another like, month. What's up? Yeah. You mean like, like we actually, I mean, like I'm good with giving like, hey, think about how you could reimagine your bookshelf and always think in threes and fives. You know, I can, I can talk like that all the time. Yeah, I, I think when you, when you had first had suggested it, I was definitely like, uh, no. Um, but especially doing the first consultation was so eye-opening for me. I'm like, oh, this is fun. And we can totally do this. <laughs> I'd love to jump in. And so um, essentially what, what more or less happened, and Rochelle, you can share your side of the story, is uh, maybe a month later, as I remember it, I almost we had a late night phone call to check in about interior Catholic. And I'm like, yeah, so we're going to do a podcast, Rochelle, but we're also going to do consultations and you're going to design spaces. And she was like, I think I got her when she was really tired. She's like, <laughs> okay. And I was like, really, we're doing it. You are totally right. <laughs> you started it was it was a really late night after a long day I'm sure I'm like uh-huh uh-huh uh -huh. uh -huh. okay uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep I she was so tired she's like I've been chasing kids all day and I was like well I know what we're gonna do <laughs> and from there we um didn't miss a beat um interior catholic launched on January relaunched I should say January 1st 2023 and we had our first consultation I think on January 19th, um, which was in St. Louis, and we got to redesign um, and just kind of reestablish a space in um, my very good friend's home. It's actually my son's godmother and godfather. And I would love if maybe just for a minute, Rochelle, in like just a really few words, kind of what that experience was, what do you think we were able to give them? Um, eventually, they're going to be giving a little testimony maybe on our website. Right. Um, but 
We yeah. also have a really, as of right now, really short video you can look at with the before yeah. and after. But I think our goal was to reclaim the space for them and give them a space where they could feel like they could dwell with Christ. Um, so maybe just talking through what your process with that was and what your, you said your takeaway was feeling like we could do this. Right. <laughs> um, but maybe what yeah. was your process of getting us to that final product? I I really love interior design. I would live and breathe it if I could. Um, but more so, I love interior design that plays into a person's identity of their faith. And I've done this in my, like, that's my favorite thing to daydream about. And like, that's my escape mechanism, right? <laughs> Maybe not healthy. <laughs> and um, being able to have that opportunity again is, it's, revitalizing so it it happened so fast because it it really was it was two weeks um but as soon as I got the pictures of her space my brain was just like like oh oh I, I totally like and just brainstorming and daydreaming of all these different ideas and you know and um clearly not all day every day like there's moments where, you know, the kids are off and doing their thing and, um, or not doing things. And I would just be like, mom needs a moment <laughs> and sketching at ideas, um, putting things into, you know, a photo log. And once I had in my head, the balance of the room and the spaces needs and putting those into perspective, actually getting into our space and doing it in like the four hours that we did it was so humbling to realize the impact um, that that can make. Also, um, so what I what was such a beautiful experience to me was being able to kind of step into this family's life and hear how they function. Her husband was an or is an academic, and this was his study, and she really felt like this wasn't a beautiful space in her home but it's a space that all of her guests always walk through because it leads to their bathroom and and she she I, I think very appropriately wanted another beautiful room in their home and um I don't know if she used these exact words but almost had like a book closet <laughs> a yes. book closet with a desk <laughs> and I think she wanted something beautiful and so she often left the door closed Right. And right. Rochelle and I both just saw the space and we knew like this because our father is also an academic and we yeah. knew this is the room where she sits and listens yeah. and yeah. is hearing her husband's thoughts. He is studying um, to get his PhD in theology. Um, and so this is a, a space where lofty thoughts are thought and isn't it appropriate for it to be properly oriented. Yeah. Um, so, like, what do you, what would you say, Rochelle, was the main way you were able to reorient that space to let it be a space for Christ? Um, well, knowing that there were certain things that couldn't be moved and couldn't be rearranged, taking the bookshelves and just knowing, okay, that needs to be balanced. And once that balance was set on the other side, and creating some symmetry with the sacred hearts. Um, the balance 
of the weight of the books with the other side of the room with some symmetry in it of itself created so much more ease in the room. And, um, you know, with enough punch of a chair, some texture, some comfort, and keeping within that their own devotionals to Mary Magdalene, to um, who are the other ones that you, you painted? Uh, St. Robert Bellarmine. That's the one. The, yep. Yeah. I love a lot of his thought comes from St. Robert Bellarmine. Um, I love that the first thing you mentioned wasn't necessarily pictures, but just creating um, the way that the soul could move when it came into yeah. the space. Like you really created a space that was welcoming and felt like home instead of being hard rectangle shelves filled to the brim with books it was right. a space where you could just see yourself sitting and really pondering part of what has us as a balanced team is Rochelle working as the designer um myself also being a painter when we come into consultations I'm also able to bring personalized artwork that Rochelle has commissioned kind of personally for that space we take yeah. the person's um devotions that they've shared with us and really created something um that yeah fits the space but also yeah. lends itself to their personal soul and interior life and letting that be expressed appropriately in the space so I'd love to maybe pivot from there to where we really feel like um, the Lord is calling us to bring interior Catholic. So kind of what's on the horizon. Um, I think this uh, recording is a big step, um, yeah. but kind of what, what else, <laughs> what else do you see on the horizon? Yeah. We're hoping to do, like, I would really love to get into some interviews where we get another party in here and we can talk to some Catholic artisans. It's one of my first ideas at the beginning of interior Catholic was to have this magazine, you know, where we would print out these gorgeous pictures. It would be so inspiring. And we'd have all these artisans advertise all of their beautiful work because there's so much stuff out there. It's amazing to me how many opportunities you can just discover beautiful Catholic art. And maybe someday we will come up with some sort of magazine or something, right? One of my greatest goals is to place on everyone's heart that they have that capacity to have that within their home. And it doesn't have to be a budget. God intended us somehow, for some reason, <laughs> to have seven boys, all and under, and to manage it as best fit we could. That doesn't mean it's perfect and beautiful every day and that you know there aren't cheerios literally yesterday just like plopped on the floor and there were so many things like my house exploded and I swear it was clean the night before <laughs> just like the 30 minutes that they were awake the house just <laughs> but they they never discourages me as much because I know, you know my my house has a center and it has the potential and I know that I have confidence that this can be dealt with these are just things and this is the work of what God has granted us at the time
What's kind of, as you're talking, Rochelle, um, a vast, if not all, but a vast majority of the photos just in the month of January that have been posted on our social media page have all come from Rochelle's house on one day. And I very specifically asked Rochelle, don't clean your house. I want your house, I need your house to look exactly how it does when it functions. And I'm going to take pictures that are going to show that this is holy, this is a holy place. This is a place where um, Christ is, is, you know, being welcomed and is here, even though there are like, like literally I walked in and I like walked into tortilla chips on the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> And Rochelle, Rochelle's like, sorry, sorry, I was going to clean that. And I was like, no, no, like this is still peace. (laughs) Also, there are just things that you learn to be like, yes, right now there are tortilla chips on the ground. And that doesn't mean that anything can't happen. Like there's tortilla chips on the ground. And, um, and I think that's very much what we want to be able to do here at Interior Catholic is not overwhelm but to also say like, this is very achievable on a very small budget. Really what it is is prayer. And it's just taking the time to think through how am I using this space and how can Christ be more appropriately a part of it? Um, Whether that's through an image, but just, or just how you carry yourself in that space and how the space lends itself to how you're functioning. Our hope too is to create a questionnaire that really helps you expand your um, perception of what you see for your own interior design and what that could look like for um, your devotional practices in your home. So stay tuned for me first. We have a big reveal, but and as Rochelle hinted to, um, a questionnaire that we're going to be launching that will really, you'll be able to take and use as a tool in your own home to better understand uh just the I don't want to I don't want to say too much but uh yeah. how your personal relationship with Christ can be better expressed in the home typically this would be the time when we offer any Q&A questions if you had anything from the last podcast or you're wondering what we're working on next or if you have a personal question like a tricky space in your own home that you're looking for help with um this is a great time to comment down below or anything and um, we will get back to you with that in the next podcast but for right now we're going to close in prayer in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen lord thank you for bringing us together in order to respond to a call that was placed on our hearts and we pray that the work that we are doing can better serve your will and to serve those who can hear the words that we're saying and to find it that it reflects your love and can bring about you as the ultimate love within their own home through Saint Teresa of Avila, we pray. Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. And all holy men and women, pray for us. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.